Now, don't get offended because I am one of you. I am a tenant rep broker, and I know how it is. You're running around a lot of the day. You are taking a Zoom call in your car. You're on the phone with a client while you're picking up your coffee order. You're texting one client while you're on tour with another client. Let's be honest. It happens. It's it's service. That's what you do, right? So you got to be able to do it. And sometimes things fall through the cracks. You don't want them to. It doesn't mean to happen, but sometimes important things can slip through the cracks. In this episode, I'm talking to Gabe Gonzalez from Regency Centers in Miami. And we talk about some things that tenant rep brokers really should focus on. Or to put another way, three things tenant rep brokers should never do. Check it out. (laughs) This is Commercial Real Estate School, featuring real-world insight and expertise from some of the most successful commercial real estate professionals in the country. Here's your host, Kyle and Sarah. Have you ever wanted to own a slice of a skyscraper, multifamily asset, or industrial warehouse? You see, billionaires have long used real estate investments to build and protect their wealth. And that's because the rules of real estate investing have traditionally favored the rich until now. Lex is a new way to invest in real estate. The truth is the best commercial real estate deals are hard to find. Unless you're an accredited investor or have some other type of access. I mean, even then you've got things like crowdfunding, REITs, and sky-high investment minimums to choose from. Until Lex. Lex IPOs building so you can start investing today. By taking buildings public, Lex has created a new way for you to invest in marquee commercial real estate. Build a portfolio by picking the buildings you want to invest in. Each building gets a stock chart, a ticker symbol, and trades just like other stocks. You can even hold these shares in your existing brokerage account after the IPO. And as a shareholder, you can get paid dividends flowing from the rent paid by tenants, earning you tax-advantaged passive income. Unlike other platforms, you can freely trade in and out of your positions without lockups or holds. You can get started today in just minutes and start exploring Lex's live and upcoming IPOs. So head over to lex-markets.com, sign up using the code CREschool, and get a $50 bonus when you deposit at least $500. Again, that's lex-markets.com, code CREschool. Lex, real estate investing for all. I gave you deal with a lot of tenant reps. I do. uh, Yeah. So I I love the good tenant reps. They're awesome. But there are a few things that they consistently do that you say specifically three things that are a little bit troublesome for you. Let's get into that a little bit. Yeah. It's if I had to narrow down the top three, number one would be not checking the financials before they send them over or not even qualifying their own tenant. Mm. Um, There have been a lot of times I have gotten a financial packet we're negotiating an LOI. I always ask the question, do you know your tenant's financials? Yeah, yeah, they're great. Okay, cool. They'll send over the financials, and there's $100 in all the bank accounts combined. Yeesh. My guy, I know. <laughs> you didn't look at this before you sent this to me. So, And I understand, and I had this conversation a few days ago with a broker, and I get it. As a landlord, we have a lot of things to do on our plate, and brokers do too. They're running around doing site visits and tours and prospecting. and get, So they have a full plate too. But part of our job is making sure that who we're working with can transact or else we're wasting time. So if 
you're sending me a hundred dollar bank statement, there's clearly not a path to transact. So yeah. that that's a big one for me. Just just skim it. Just yeah, look at it. Right. If their name is John Doe, don't send me an application with Matt Smith on the bank statement. Just check it. Just look yeah. at it. Yeah, right. Okay. That's um, one. Seems pretty, pretty – should be, should be done right off the bat, but – Should you know. be done off the bat. Okay. Uh, number two, following up. They – and these, this is not the good tenant reps. These are the bad tenant reps. They really just dump it on the landlord to do the heavy lifting. They don't follow up with their tenant. They don't get who's the attorney. They don't gather all the information to transact and move forward. So when they're not following up and staying on top of their guys, the landlord has to now jump in and start following up direct, mm. which I do all the time. And I tell brokers, especially the resi brokers, look, I, I have no problem getting you involved into the deal. I'll pay you at the end of it. But if you're not going to be following up and being on top of your guys to transact, then I want to reach out to them directly and I will copy you or let you know that I spoke to them so everyone's on the same page. Yeah. And they're nine out of 10 times, they're like, cool, hands off. The good tenant reps, no. They'll step in and be like, I'll, I'll make sure I stay on top of them. So I, that to me is always a, a kind of, not a red flag, but uh, just an alert. I'm going to have to carry this deal to get it to the finish line. Yeah. Just just follow up with your people. All right. Fair. I just, yeah, your people especially. I mean, I thought you were going to say follow up with you. Like, hey, I might be busy, so if I don't get back to you right away, make sure you follow up. But no, if you're not following up with your own client, I mean. That, that to me is you? the biggest one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the last one, and, and it probably should have led with this because this is the big one. Just check our property before you call. If you're running around with a breakfast restaurant and I've got first watch already in the shopping center. Don't just send me a generic email that I know that you've copied to a million people. Like do your due diligence and send instead of massing it out to 5,000 people, like call the phone, take a yeah. text. Hey, Hey, I know you've got a first watch in your shopping center. I wanted to know if they have an exclusive, at least show that you've done some research. Cause I mean, I could open up my emails now and I know there's, probably 10 emails in there from today alone from people asking brokers asking for uses that already exist in the center. Yeah. And I get that they're checking cause you never know if the tenants leaving or blowing mm -hmm. out or, or struggling, but at least indicate that you've, you've at least taken three seconds to check the property website. Hey Gabe, I've got a hair salon. I know you've got a hair salon, but any chance they're leaving or blowing out or yeah. struggling or looking to, you know, sublet to somebody else. If so, yeah. I've got a hair salon guy, three seconds. Right. Those are my three big pet peeves. Just, just I don't want to use the word laziness, but it, it almost feels that way sometimes. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's the right terminology, though. That may be that may be un. I think it, no, you know, I, I definitely think that one precludes the other two because if you're like, if it was me, I'm like, hey, Gabe, real quick, I know you have first watch there. Any chance you have, you know, have this semi breakfast concept that does X, Y, and Z. Can we navigate via, you know, certain coffee exclusives or not, you yeah. know, day part, you know, is there any way to do it? Or they're like a full show that, you know, you're, you got your act yeah. together. Cause and, it's probably an indicator of what's, what's to come. Correct. That, there you go. Yeah. That's an it. Cause I was just yeah. about to say the good brokers every single time will lead with that. I just had a conversation this morning. I've got a Starbucks at a center. The guy's got like a bakery kind of thing. And the email started, you know, Hey Gabe, Hey, I know you've got a Starbucks here. Check out their website. This is what I've got. Is there a path that we can get a deal done, or is there exclusive, you know, you know, too tight that we couldn't do it? Unfortunately, in that situation, it is, and I can't do the deal. But I at least know they took three seconds to either check or they actually know their market. And that broker who sent me the email is a good broker who knows the market, does his job very well. Um, when I get the off emails, it's already, oh, here we go. 
do I want to get into this mess? Thanks for listening to Commercial Real Estate School. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode because if you did, I'm going to ask you to please leave us a rating, a review, and maybe subscribe because you don't want to miss an episode. You know, this is Commercial Real Estate School. You miss one class, you fall behind. You guys know how that is. You fall behind and you're playing catch up the rest of the year. Nobody wants to do that. So make sure you are subscribing to the show so you can stay on top of it. Knock this out first thing in the morning and you'll be ready to rock for the rest of the day. Get a little inspo in you. And while you have your phone out there, head over to Instagram and start to follow us because we have some content up there now. So it's at CRE School Podcast on Instagram. Classes in session every Monday through Friday, bright and early in the morning. Episodes are posted at 6 a.m. just so you guys can can take advantage. Uh, Hope you guys enjoy. And thanks again so much for listening.